Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Chemology 411. everyone and welcome to season two episode 89 this evening we're going to talk about some american traditions i am kim schultz and i'm your adventure coordinator for this show let's say hi to my co-host tyson harley why do you drink <laughs> why do you roast oh that's family tradition that's i'm family. sorry i miss her <laughs> American traditions. Very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Episode 89. Holy crap. We're almost to one and three quarter years. I know. I get get this right here. I have notes. You have notes. I I have notes. I actually checked to see if you had a fever earlier. (laughs) He did. He did. When I said I have notes because... Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She just usually when when things get egregious as far as notes, I'm the person on the doing anything even close to egregious as far as notes. But she definitely, Kim will go find good articles for us to to piece through and um, definitely has done plenty of that in this one. So I have been. Oh, oh Tyson's quick hits. I lost my phone and we don't have. No, I didn't lose my phone. My phone is dead. So Dead. the old sound system. Yeah. The Topeka sound system. The other sound system we can't figure out how to incorporate it on the computer. Yeah, if I could ever have your computer for a while, but that's kind of. That's my work computer. You know, that's kind of connected at your hip, too. So it's hard to. I've got to figure it figured out on my computer more than once, but well, I haven't got to figure it figured out on your computer more than once. Well, what I need to do is just send one of my other laptops home with you, and we can just use that laptop going forward. I mean, I've got three laptops. And that's what you should do, because then I could fiddle around. That way you could do with it. So long as you feel comfortable that that laptop's going to take an hour and a half type podcast at a time, then that would be the way to go. So anyway, we do have quick hits, but we do not have the sound effects for Uh, them. So the first one is that, I think Austin wearing this cutest sweater. Oh, yes. K-E-W-T, cutest. Okay, so we thought it was funny because I, I've been suffering. I've been suffering from a little bit of a being under the weather, not diagnosed, but finally coming out of it. And uh, this is the energy's back. I, I told, I told Kim today. I'm like, I'm back. But then I come here uh, tonight after we do our, our Christmas dinner, steak dinner, Christmas, Christmas. dinner. I'm not all the way back. I'm all over. Yeah. My name is not Jesus. It's just my birthday. So, and it's a week late because we couldn't do it last week because I was under the weather. So I get here and I'm like, yeah, but it's a little cool. Do you have a hoodie I could wear or something? So she's like, okay. (coughs) Okay, my AC's out, but sure, I guess we're in the basement if you're a little cool still. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling a little cool. So I went and got my little Disney sweater. He does. He has a little Mickey Mouse one. My little Mickey Mouse Chicago sweater, so, or sweat, 
a sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. So I'm looking pretty cute, I have to say. <laughs> you are. You. So it's like like we're going out or something. It's this weird like reverse deal, which is funny because you have something about that that I thought was hilarious. You want to mention that now or you want to mention it later? What? The the TikTok or whatever that. Oh, 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 oh. So, yeah, on TikTok, it was hilarious because this guy made a TikTok and it was about how how women always steal his sweatshirts. And they were like, what if the rules were reversed? And so all these guys were like going over to their girlfriend's house and they were leaving with like these little slinky little <laughs> shirts on. And I just, I just, you know, just, I just love I the just smell love this. Love the this yeah, I just love the feel of this V-neck half top. <laughs> it, was, it was cute. And then the other guy goes, yeah, I got so tired of him stealing of my good sweatshirts i just go to the goodwill and then i just buy a bunch of two dollar sweatshirts and then when i start dating somebody i just kind of wear i wear them around them a little bit and they're like can i get your sweatshirt well sure baby you can have the sweatshirt and then i reserve and keep my good ones and they act to her like these were it was a super important this is like my most important sweatshirt (laughs) and it was funny because the sweatshirt he had on was like hawaiian print like it wasn't even anything but it was funny. I thought it was funny. So next quick hit is that uh, this is in the category of what the hell did that idiot do now? And this is Kim thinking of me often. So I'm all like, I'll, I call her and I go, I'm back. Finally, I've not had the temperature the last couple of days. I've been feeling better, but feel, still feeling a little tired. And, and then I said, I'm back, man. I, I feel like my full you know amount of energy and everything. Next thing she knows, I'm telling her at 4.35, you know what, I'm gonna go for a run. I'm gonna go, so before we go to the, <laughs> the birthday steak dinner, I'm gonna go for a run. Well, background of that is what? First of all, that I'm getting over something, haven't ran in 12 days, and what was the temperature? 91 degrees today, hot and humid. Yeah. Go ahead, continue. Continue so, your story. So I went and um, I, I thought, well, that's okay. I, I feel like I can do it. And plus, since I've been going back to work, I haven't been getting my, you know, natural let's vitamin D. Let's stop here. Let's let the audience think. Okay, so let's think. We have two scenarios. <laughs> let's think about this. I want you to pick. I want you to pick. And then you tell me which one you thought. A, Tyson ran like normal and kicked butt. <laughs> or B, go ahead. I suffered miserably. <laughs> so I know I don't have a lot of time. I'm like, that's okay. I'll get, you know, a mile in or maybe I'll be able to do two miles. I don't know. So I go on a route that you know well that's got some hills on it. Nothing massive, but certainly not flat, which might be the smartest thing since it's the first run I've tried in 12 days. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting my energy back. So I, I do a minimum amount of walking, which is about seven, eight minutes. And I'm like, okay get to the top of this next hill, and off I'll go. I run eight, mi- eight miles, eight minutes, good eight minutes. I'm like, that's pretty good. I haven't been running. You, you know, keep it just kind of uh, calm and don't try to go too fast. Stop, make it all the way up a nice hill, almost to the uh, uh, almost to the end to another major intersection. Turn around, um, you know, walk for a little ways to the top of the hill, then start again, go about four minutes or so, maybe it was five minutes, then stop and go, well, maybe next time will be two minutes, you know. I don't even go a minute. <laughs> and then I walk for a bit, and I don't even go a minute. So like, yeah, that's all right. I still feel pretty darn good. For I get inside. As soon as I close the door and hit the AC, it's like my body remembers how stupidly hot it was out there. 
It's like I didn't walk long enough for my body to really understand that you're in some pretty major heat and I was wearing a ball cap and so that was part of it. As soon as I turned around the first time, it's like, oh, I can tell the difference. I get inside and go, I'm gonna be a little bit late, Kim. I told you you could pick me up at 20 till. You might want a few minutes more than that because I still have to take a, I'll take a quick shower. So she goes, I'm already on the way. I said, you can just wait in the driveway. So I go jump into the shower and immediately I'm like, okay, I need more cool water. I need more cool water. And then all of a sudden I'm leaning against the faucet going, ugh. And then I never, I don't puke. I just burp a lot if I come close. It's like, I just don't puke. I'm like, it's not good. And I had, I had a flashbacks to when I did my marathon and I had to lay down at the finish line and come back into my body for about 45 minutes. And I almost thought, I'm gonna have to put an, on a, just enough clothes for Kim to come in, <laughs> for Kim to come in and just kind of go, okay, I understand, and tell her, I may not be ready in 10 minutes. You might want to come in and just make sure I'm okay. I'm gonna be laying here on the floor. Just kind of keep an eye on me. I almost called you. And instead, I, I got out of the, uh, the shower and I kind of leaned toward the sink and just kind of held my weight up and, you know, did a few more, um, you know, burps. And then I'm like, okay, I got to lay down. I don't know what I'm going to do. But so I just, I just kind of, I didn't even dry myself off. <laughs> I just went out into the, into the hallway, laid on the carpet, so, <laughs> soaking wet, laid on my back going, well, I guess we'll see what happens here. And figure out if I'm going to kind of crawl to my phone or whatever. So needless to say, by the time you saw me 10 minutes later... He was dripping sweat. I, even like though he I, was I, still dripping like he had just... Yeah, I was oh 15 I was fifteen minutes after I had taken a shower, had never gotten into the super cold shower, had dried myself off, put on a light. Granted, it was light, so it sweat, but I grabbed some waters. I'm like, man... He comes out of the house with like six bottles of water. Yeah. So anyway, that was maybe not the smartest thing I did, but I did survive it. After I, I, I think I only drank the one. We went to have our birthday uh, a steak, and that was great. And about I think twenty minutes into it, I finally started feeling kind of normal again. So maybe not the smartest, but I did I did do it, and I am feeling better. And I was able to uh, actually do that, so I felt comfortable. I was I felt happy with that, but I probably could have waited a day or so before I did that, or did it yeah. in the morning, or something like that. So I'm not the smartest, but we survived it. And that's also, by the way, my Natalia Imbruglia story. Lying naked on the floor. <laughs> not romantic in any way. <laughs> made me think. You probably heard me humming that song. Yeah. That's why I'm just <laughs> He gets back to the house because I had to drive him because he's having car problems. And he's like, yeah, it wasn't your driving, but that car ride, I need to go lay down for a little bit. We so, knew we were going to have to do the podcast right after the steak. So she gets home and I'm like, hey. Uh... Yeah, because someone <laughs> didn't think that he were recording last night because he still wasn't in. Like when I when he did call, he's like this. What was up? I was like, "Are you coming or not?" And he's like, "Oh, like you, you, you never, you never said anything. I've never said anything on any Wednesday. When was the last time I was like, hey, are we still going to record tonight? No, it's just a natural thing. So that's still how out he was yesterday. And then today he calls me, I'm back.'" <laughs> Tell like, me back. Tell me I, back. Yeah, yeah I, I, can I tell you too that the bad thing is, 
sometime today I was the lightest as I've been in 15 years, and that was before the run. Uh, so probably 10 years anyway, maybe not 15. That was before the run. So I've been I've been continuing to just have a little bit of sick weight loss. <laughs> Even though I've been eating the last couple of days, I was still lighter. So I probably took off without a lot of. I mean, I I've been I did drink water today, so I didn't feel like I was dehydrated. But that was I didn't even want to know what I weighed after that. No, that was that not would, good. would not have been good. So yeah, not so smart. But that was my uh, I'm back. So I'm back kind of <laughs> story. And the last one, it's not really even a quick hit. I'm just wondering. What, I haven't heard you talk about Simon and. Simon Sinek, have you guys broken up forever? He has got a girlfriend, so he stills in my <laughs> he's still in my numbers. I got a eight out of ten, and he he, he some oh, of his okay. numbers were in my my eight out of ten. I still have him, and Eminem, and my local guy. I have all three of their birthdays with mine, which makes up ten numbers. Yeah. I am going to win on those numbers. Well, I'm I, so excited. If I get if I hear about a, a fight between. Um, Simon Eminem and, Eminem and Simon, I'll know, I'll understand. It's, yeah, why. yeah, it's, it's yeah. I, I, okay. They keep calling, and I just, I don't want to talk about them because, you know, they found out, and then it just, it got, it got kind of crazy. Keanu, he's not gonna fight him. He's all too cool. For nah, Keanu, probably. he's adorable. I did watch a movie with him the other day. I can't remember what it really? was. Really? Did he hug? He you? was a lawyer. <laughs> oh, a movie with he was in okay. with him in it. Yes, say, that's some, that's quite quite an advance there. If you're watching yep. a movie with him, that'd be great. That's it for Mike Tyson's quick hits. It don't have any sound effects. He just it sounded like you said Mike Tyson's. <laughs> you said that's it for Mike Tyson's quick hits. <laughs> hey, it did. <laughs> well, that was kind of the uh, reason I picked it because of Tyson. So there you go. All right, so. Um, I feel a little bit more back to normal. Uh, I am working until 5 or 5.30, and then I go up and eat dinner, and I sit in my chair, and I tell myself it's okay. You've got other days. You don't have 16 hours worth of work that has to get done today. And you so mean back I'm to slowing normal after coming back from your yeah. vacation? No, just tax season. Oh, okay. Tax season normally takes me. Normally tax season is about five to six weeks, right? Now it's three months. And I was yeah. telling my group it's today. It's never ending. To tell my group today, you know, when you when you have these habits, and I've got great morning habits of waking up, meditating, manifest, um, workout, um, make my bed. I have this whole, and then during tax season, you don't do any of it. I made my bed and I got some workouts in, but you don't do your manifest. You don't do your um, education part. You don't do anything because everything is work. Well, that's fine for about six or seven weeks. You're going to get right back into it. But when you're going into three months of not doing that, it's really, really hard. And now I'm forced because I have to do it. So I'm like one at a time. So manifest every day. Today, I started reading the book for my education part. So I got two hours of that in today, which made up for the 30 minutes on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that I didn't get. But I got my 30 minutes in for the week. So check mark on that. We just started a, a thing on habits. So hopefully I'll do better. Well, it remind, with that. It, it, I happen to be overlapping with that in the sense of when I said I did feel more like I was back today, I meant it. It's like because for the first time, I'm like, all right, I feel like I, I should go study what I've been wanting to study, you know, and yeah. I I'm just mentally I haven't had any kind of energy to want to do any of that no um and he, today you, was the first day very nostal- 
lethargic. Is yeah. that what it is? For like oh about a week and a half, you just haven't. He, yeah. Like normally when he calls, it's like blah, 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 blah. and then he calls. It's like this. Hey, blah, blah, blah. okay, bye. <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> I had thirty five minutes planned to listen to you <laughs> and not know what you were about to say, <laughs> and you, you let me down. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, bye. I mean, and normally he just hangs up. He goes, well, okay, bye. Click, okay, bye. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, finally today, that was an, speaking of your kind of, well, let me, you know, kind of think of things I want yeah. to get back to doing. I'm, I've been having that same deal for a different reason where I feel like, okay, good. I'm, I'm going to get back to my gym. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, you know, try to figure out where to meditate some more. I'm more excited about the upcoming, you know, available time. Whereas before I was like, I wasn't depressed. It's just like, okay, 4.30, time for a good nap. Right. You know, after work, it's just like time to just recline. I can use it. And not in a bad way, just like, I just can feel like this nap would feel very good for me. Right. Uh, so it was kind of funny that we're both jumping yeah. back to more of a regular routine, but for different reasons. So, um, and then I think last time we talked, or one of the times I talked about um, having my daughter come in and help me work. She came in three days and it was amazing. I haven't even got to the clients yet, but just the stress of knowing I don't have to enter it. Um, was really great. She did a really good job. So I was That's pretty nice. proud of her for that. So she's coming over from, she's she moved, she from moved further. Yeah, yeah, she comes in from Lawrence, which is only, you know, 25 minutes away. She comes in and stays here. But normally she does other stuff in Topeka as well, not just come here. Tries to consolidate right. the trip. So um, I did a TikTok on my these flowers that I have out front. Normally at the end of, in the middle of tax season, around like the end of March, 1st of April, they bloom. And there's four pots out there. The one that's closest to my house, I think it gets too much sun. And then the other ones get less sun or it could be opposite. Well, this year they didn't bloom. I mean, there was nothing there. And I was like, that's really weird. Here we are early June. And then all of a sudden in May, they started to grow. And in June they bloomed. Well, if you can tell my cough is back. So I'm gonna cough every once in a while. And remember a while back, I said, well, that's really weird. I didn't get my normal six weeks of cough. And guess what? My cough came. So evidently, the whatever the pollen and whatever's going on is 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 affecting me now. Two months freaking later, it's like yeah, you gotta be kidding me. It's been a weird me. spring. We we had remember how unusually cool even late May was, where right. it felt like early April or late March days, kind of at times. Yeah. And it was pretty wet too, but also cool. And then we finally have had some, some good hot, amount of heat yeah. here lately. So I did order while down in Dallas. I ordered a couple new swimsuits, and um, um, I got my package. And they sent me two of the same bottoms. So somebody must have, when they were packing it, must have grabbed it. And I was like, oh. And they're like, thank pink. you, Inspector. They're like 12. pink and in black. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna email them and just say, hey, just let you know, someone sent me and get somebody in trouble. That's what I thought. I go, I probably shouldn't. Your inventory could be out because you can go look and get them fired. No, I, I'm not going to say anything for that reason. I don't want someone to get in trouble because they didn't mean to. And I thought, what, let me, what is this? I thought maybe I got the little skirts. I bought some little skirts to wear too. And nope. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I talked about the tax season, destroyed my morning routine. All right. So. <sighs> I just finished the last episode, the last season of Handmaid's Tale, which, by the way, I am. Is that one where you did you take a break on that? Or no, just... no, it was just just came out, like the next season just oh, came out. Okay. So I binged it. I binged it, and then the seasons are coming out. So the last season just came out, and um, 
I'm telling you, it is a horrific story of just pain and suffering. And there's the Handmaid's Tales. We've talked about this before. The Handmaids are basically, they're in Gilead, which is the United States is taken over by this new country called Gilead. And these handmaids are basically women who can have children and they are basically slaves to the commander and his wife and the commander rapes her until every like every three days out of the month around her ovulation time they monitor all of this so that that she can get pregnant and then she has to give the baby to the commander and his wife because they're like the higher ranked people well the character in in this one um and if you if you watch it it's 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 incredible and then there's max which is nick on the show he's my little hottie um he's that good bad guy anyway what came what i'm talking about this for is my friend posted that evidently in the legislature because we're so politically correct we're now going to call people birthing people and when 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 instead of what moms okay so mother's day with birthing people day there was a different thing i don't know where it came from anyway when when she said that i was like oh well welcome to gilead because now that birthing people doesn't even sound good so i don't know what i don't know where it was and i think it was in the legislature up in up in the our lovely washington dc i'd have to look it up like i remember who said it but they were talking about it, trying to be politically correct, which is so incorrect that because you don't have to give birth to a child to be a mom, which is absolutely the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So I just want to state whether it's true or not. And I, I've read articles where they called it. And it was a big deal around Mother's Day. It also could have been a spoof that somebody got off there. But if, if, if anybody were to call me a birthing person, I would punch them in the face. <laughs> Just to let you know, I'd punch them hey, in the I, face. I just birth, I just birth that welt under your eye. <laughs> right? Yeah, I will birth something, and it ain't gonna be a baby. So anyway, and then I love my Zoe Extraordinary playlist. It's a show where she sees she can hear people's feelings through song. It's a great show. Is this and, a series from a movie? No, it's it's just a series on, on oh. Hulu. Um, oh. But was uh, there some extraordinary pre- playlist movie? There was something, but it wasn't it's extraordinary playlist. It was an extraordinary venture or something. But no, no, this isn't. Anyway, in this last season that I'm watching, they started singing this song, and it's called "I'm Overwhelmed," and I just love that song. And it's like Sir something and the serpent sings it. I'd never heard of him before, but man, I almost have it memorized. Hmm. I'm getting pretty good, but it's so a really it's a really good song. It? It's a, um, I am gonna, I am going to do a TikTok on it um, once I get it, once I figure it out a little bit more what I want to do with it. But I am planning on singing it at karaoke when I do karaoke. Okay, so you got to mention your cool one with that uh, the TikTok duet with that person oh, with that person who reminded me just of Rebel like Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Well. So you got to go to my TikTok. It doesn't have that many views because it didn't get pushed <clears> out. Which TikTok's stupid. But Rebel Wilson did a video where she was acting like she was in a fight with somebody, and I did the duet to it. And it, she she did it for that. I think I did it. I mean, I didn't really do a lot of work into it because I want to do another one. But I did a really good job, I think, on the when video. When I saw it, it looked pretty good. It was pretty good. And so you guys should go check that and one I'm out. And I'm like, hey, that she reminds me. Of, and yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, because Rebels lost a lot of weight. Yeah, Kim goes Rebel Wilson. Yeah, she goes. He goes <laughs> like, yeah, looks like, yeah, looks go, a lot like like yeah, because it's Rebel Wilson. <laughs> oh, so she lost a lot. Yeah, she yeah, lost she a lot of weight. She did. All right, so um, one more thing. Uh oh. We did a whole episode on this. Uh oh. Best Buy. Sorry, this this is a little emotional. I'm probably gonna cry. Okay. Best Buy is not opening on Thanksgiving. They're going to push you to their online website to order all of their crap. Okay. Because of COVID. Now think about this. Think about this. Would a company like Best Buy do this so that the employees don't work on Thanksgiving? Or because they have no employees that have to work on Thanksgiving, they can make more money directing people to their website. Now, how does that work if I live here, my local Best Buy store isn't going to get the sales or the commission or any of that shit that they get like they're, they're right. they make money so it's going to go to the online store i mean come it's, on tell it, me that this, this is a dumb strategy because the only positional strategy uh, uh advantage you have against uh what's that big giant place where the billionaire became twice hmm. as rich in the last year because hmm. everybody had to shop online hmm. let me think let me which think. Is, isn't their business isn't their business design shopping online? online yeah so your best idea is to make people shop online yeah. instead of maybe make impulse choices with something they can see in front of them and want to and take it home that day. And have family traditions that go stand in line and actually enjoy what they're doing. Because it's more of an event than a buying. Well, but, but it is that. But it's also, dude, the one advantage you have is that it's a brick and mortar and people can go compare the two TVs with their right. own eyes. And buy more stuff. Anyway, yeah. I thought that was, I, I know everybody is so happy about this, but after 2020, you guys have to realize that these people are doing it for the fucking money. It's for about the, the money. They the sat down with their savings, things and, yeah. and they're like this, you know what, employees, you don't have to work. But, you single people that got double time because we paid you holiday pay to come in and do that and it really helped you out on Christmas. No, we're not going to do that Which anymore. would be smart, except it's not even a good business strategy. No. Because now you just look like Amazon, but you're not as good as Amazon. Right. You yeah. fucking idiots. Probably. Oh. We, I, I already said fuck, so it's oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, oh no, don't say fuck. No, I, I've already said it because I think this is stupid. And and if this is not what people were talking about, what they were talking about. So now, so now you're going to spend all day online because I guarantee you they're going to have things like every three hours kind of like Amazon Prime Day is coming up and so every couple hours you've got something new and you only have like seven hours to buy that this price and you're sitting on Amazon all day long looking for the shit and now they're going to be they're going to be in consuming and what about people like my mom who have no clue how to shop online and realistically is we have people that don't have access to this we have people that don't get it and I don't care if they open up or not, but I just want people to realize that don't think that Best Buy is out there like, we care about our employees. Oh no, we're gonna go ahead and get all of you to shop online. And then 
Black Friday, they'll open up and then they'll have things going on Black Friday, but there's no reason to come and stand in line for them. And you know what I hope? I hope it blows up in their face that all those people just go out to the other stores and enjoy your time. Because what 2020 taught us is that we are really insignificant and that holidays really don't matter. And if you didn't see your family last year, why the hell do you need to see them again? Like, what do we care? Well, what do we care? And, and I think uh, now, granted, if you're, it's not, you're saying it's not actually Black Friday, uh, I guess that's a distinction I was letting myself miss for a second. But... Um, I think they're missing out on the fact that people would like to kind of do the thing they couldn't do, um, you know, the year Last before. Last year. They're going to they're um, get out and they're going to be like, we finally can go shopping. We finally can do our stuff because my let's people. Go, let's go a day early compared yeah. to a Black Friday. Let's do it. And it makes me wonder. And the, but the Best Buy is not necessarily going to blow up in their face except what I already said because now you've just made yourself a competitor against against Amazon. Good luck with right. that. But, but two then, but in a lot of places, it's not necessarily bad because there's not a lot of competition for them, unless you count Walmart, right. which is actually a pretty good competition for them in, in their electronics section. Yep. Makes me wonder over in Kansas City, the one place I can think of I go to a lot is my micro center, which has a lot of good stuff, and I wonder what they'll do. Micro center, it's not just Kansas City. There are different ones throughout the country. There's just not hundreds of them. There's, you know, a couple right. dozen or something like that. Micro yeah. Center is a great store. They they know their stuff back and forth and and sideways compared to Best Buy. I would I, I highly recommend Micro Center. I've got a lot of so stuff. So anyway, there. I, I'll wait to see what other businesses do. But, you know, after last year when basically everybody was told you don't get to celebrate a holidays with your family. And, I mean, nobody cared about it. Everybody was just like, yeah, it's very important. You know, we need to put our safety and we don't need to see our family so really nobody can ever complain about this again of like you don't evidently need to celebrate thanksgiving i celebrated all my holidays just like normal nothing changed for me because i don't have big holidays you saw a lower attendance at was oh, it yeah, thanksgiving usual, or something usual big, yeah usually but, 30 40 people there and yeah, we still did. went but we didn't have the, the same amount of people okay well our topic tonight is american traditions and they ran across this article on family.lovetoknow.com and I just thought it was kind of interesting because some of these traditions, <coughs> excuse me, um, I didn't I didn't research all of them, but I did research some of them in here. From famous uh, to unusual? Um, no, just um, from different countries. Okay. So like in the United States, we do Sunday family dinners and other states, I mean, the other countries don't necessarily do a family. Some of them do, but we have Sunday family dinners and it's really weird for me on that one is my sister-in-law from my first marriage, she went every Sunday to her mom's house for dinner. I always thought it was like, well that's nice cuz your mom, you know, your mom's buying food and saves you money on food. I never we don't do Sunday family dinner. But at my aunt's house when we were younger, she always would put a roast in the crock pot and after church for uh, lunch dinner we had roast and they had a Sunday family dinner um, Friday nights they would go out to eat every Friday night to McDonald's it's like a you know a family thing Thursday was leftovers from Monday Tuesday Wednesday and Friday was always some kind of a cooked meal but Sunday after church they always came home and ate a meal together so um, I'm not sure if other places do that or not did you ever do any Sunday family dinner so do you mean just still when we were a, a 
any any a, a time. unit living together or yeah. later as adults. I mean, it, I mean, at any at any point, Sunday it would be more of your family of when you were there. Like my family, we did not do this. We went out to church and then we went to Hanover Pancake House and we ate after church. I always lived in a small town, so there wasn't a lot of going out to restaurants, honestly, unless we went to another whole town, which we didn't. You know what? My sister would be better at answering that, but I don't feel like we had a big tradition of it. My mom certainly, for a period of time as we grew up, you know, definitely made dinners, uh, made meals, but I don't remember there being was a it like a big family like, dinner. Like, oh, you can't go over there because we've got our family dinner. Mm, I don't remember, honestly. I don't feel like there was. Uh, I, I mean, if mom had something set, then no, you wouldn't be like, I'd rather go over to Jim's, whatever. No, you're not going over to Jim's. There'd be that. But as far as it being a regular routine, my mom fixed meals for sure. But as far as there being a Sunday family dinner per se, I, I don't remember that. Baby showers being another one. Yeah, so not everybody has a celebration and gets together for babies. It's kind of weird. I, I've it's always like, thought it was a little odd. But, yeah, it's fine. It's it's being generous to the parents-to-be, so I get it. Uh, but part right. of me always thought... What gets me is when they have the second baby shower and the third baby shower. Like, they have their first kid. I always get it, you know? But then they have the second kid. <laughs> You're like... Didn't you keep your crap from the first kid? Because yeah, that's what most people for, do. They don't wear it for years, you know. <laughs> so anyway. That stuff pretty quick. Um, and then we have opening gifts in front of the gift giver. A lot of people don't do that. They just drop it off. But, ev- you know, and, and like when we have Christmas, like you, you exchange gifts and you open them up. Evidently, that's a tradition that we have. Hmm. Um, which, I mean, we do. I didn't know it was really a tradition. I didn't know it wasn't a tradition otherwise. But, yeah, to me, it's just like one of many ways. Sometimes it's in front of the giver. Sometimes it's not. Hugging or shaking hands. Okay. I don't get it. Not anymore. Like, not allowed. Like, we do that more than some countries. Is that what this means? I'm, I'm having to say so, yes. Because I think, um, like, even shaking hands. And some of them, they do that little kiss on the cheek thing. Like, people don't always shake hands. You've got different customs in different countries. I think, I think certainly different countries are different as far as how affectionate their greetings are, and that varies. And for some, in some cultures, the hugging would be like, what are you hugging them for? Because some people are just more like, you know, it, it just think of it also as like two generations back, what were the fathers like? They weren't as huggy. Right. And so those, cult- yeah, those change across cultures, too. Like I was going to say, I didn't hug when I was a child. Like, right. maybe my friends sometimes. <clears throat> and then, of course, we always, we're always about the party. Bachelor and bachelorette parties, come on. The last night, this, <coughs> what gets me, though, is... Also a strange tradition. When you bachelorette. This is your uh, last chance, chance to go, go wild. wild. Yeah. Why? You already committed yourself. Yeah, you've been shouldn't together have, for nine shouldn't years. Have, shouldn't have the last chance to be wild been before you gave her a ring? Right. I, yeah, <laughs> you're right. about to give her a ring, but... <laughs> They should have the engagement party, like, instead of the bachelor and bachelorette party, because, yeah. That, then all the buddies would know, you're going to do it, you're going to do it, yeah. And then the girls would be like, oh, I think the boys are having a party. I think he's going to give you a ring. I think he's going to give you a ring. So then he goes out as the strippers. <laughs> hey, that was a great movie, just because I remember, I, I remember that the, the, uh, the girl and bachelor party with Tom Hanks was hot. But I don't remember exactly what she looked like. 
I just remember I think she went topless and she looked good. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. <laughs> Wearing shoes in the house. Now, I'm sure that, that uh, changes, but yeah, I mean, it varies a lot. But I I'm, think it also is your culture and like each state and, and cities and kind of things, because I know some place that some people are just like, um, shoes are at the door. So I don't know if that's really, that's just kind of up to the household of kind of OCD you are. Why are you bringing in the, the germs and the and the outside into the carpet? And um, yeah. I always take my shoes off immediately, but I don't take them off at the door. I mean, I wear them in the house. It's, it's not a big deal to me. Yeah. But there are some houses that you get to and they're like, take your shoes off at the door. And you're like, okay, like I should have wore cuter socks. Right, or some people are like, I got my corrective shoes. And it's the people who think that they can't just go barefoot. And I disagree mostly, but I'm not going to ever push too much on that. I'm like, dude, right. your feet well, health would probably be better if you'd let it strengthen up a little bit. But that's a different argument. When we were when we were down in Utah, the house that we rented had signs all over the place, no shoes in the house. Yeah, so, that makes sense for a so, house. Yeah. So we're trying to unload shit, and I have shoes on. And so I'm like, so I'm going to put my shoes on every time I have to go to the car. And so... At the end, we had a couple people that were like, we had to, um, a couple people were like, I cannot not have my shoes on because like you said, they, they have diabetes, so they have special shoes. And so like, you can't stand there in the kitchen. You can't stand for eight hours without barefooted. You can't do it. I can tell you a quick aside, wearing shoes all the time, not great for your foot health. And I just mean, so one day I went up to my sister's house and I ran real quick first and then I didn't take off my shoes and like throw on some flip-flops. And the next, even that night I could tell, dude, I never took off my sweaty socks. Stupid idea. Even just for that couple hours afterwards. Yeah, you you want your feet to dry feet to, out. Yeah, definitely. All right. Holidays. Okay. I don't understand so, what that's about. Well, I think we just have all different holidays because we do Memorial <laughs> Day, Labor Day, Martin Luther King Day. We've got so many different holidays. It's just a tradition. Holidays or maybe you mean holidays are different yeah. depending on the yeah well but we have traditions or we have holidays there was a lot to that i didn't put them all in there because we all know what our holidays are um this is a good one big big birthday parties for kids my daughter when she was one no yeah one one years old we probably had like 50 people in this house for her one-year-old birthday and she actually had a black eye because she tried to get maybe that was when she was two when she was one you know it was the same thing 50 i had daycare family all that stuff well then when she got older when she was probably like six now she's not a party animal we had at the croco square dance hall we had about 40 kids parents a magic show oh my gosh that child had the birthday parties like you know you see that you see those sweet 16 parties like on there we had it ghetto style like low income style but because we own the hall my brother's a magician i mean we her parties were always and she's not even in any parties she at least at least less. at least uncle was actually a good magician because yeah. speaking of a low rent uh you know, parties for people are, who, who don't have a lot of money. It's like some awful, like, uh, yeah, uncle knows some tricks. Right. Hey, kid, come here. I'll show you. Look at my thumb disappear. Look, yeah. here's your nose. You know, just like just an awful yeah, drunk no, uncle. Chris is, Chris <laughs> Instead, he's got an actually yeah, good yeah. one. Yeah, he's got an illusionist <laughs> making kids float and stuff. Yep. 
Uh, high school prom? Oh, no. As far as big birthday parties, this reminds me of prom. I feel like somewhere around the time you and I were growing up, proms became this like ridiculous like no you just totally overspend that's what you do you spend money you don't have on freaking limos you spend time it's like and it always reminded me of the wedding and that kind of stuff it's like why do you spend a bunch of money you don't have can't it be good enough already with a reasonable amount of money nope gotta do the blah 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 this and that and then and then the wrong parents who will entertain the expense will just let prom just get crazy out of it you know expense and I just well, don't get it. So it, so back in my day, in the 80s, prom was basically where guys were expecting to have sex afterwards. They got a tuxedo. My mom made my dress. With a silly cummerbund. Um, yeah, with a little cummerbund and the things. I, I, I did not enjoy my prom at all. Like I, You mean you didn't go to four like me? I went to one with my ex-husband because we were dating at the time and it was just, it was boring. I mean, it wasn't fun because they're assholes and they didn't like anybody. I, I would have gone, I would have loved to have just gone by myself. When I look back my senior year, go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't, I didn't enjoy prom. My mom made my dress really cute, little pink taffeta, tea length dress. But, but when it comes to proms in other countries, Canada... Um, they have the traditional prom like the United States, which is basically a party. And then lately, before COVID, because of this sex thing, they do a really fancy prom someplace, and then they go do that all-night um, after party at the school where they have they Lock give away in. prizes and all that stuff. And that was trying to keep people from going out, drinking, right. and getting in trouble. Yet, let's just keep them out all night long, which... You know, good luck. My, I, I always volunteered for everything for my daughter, and I told her, I said, that is not something I'm doing. Like, I've been there for band. I'm not doing your prom. And um, she did go to prom, but it, the, the prom now isn't like our prom. We have a band, and it's kind of like a all-night party. Nope. You go, and you have, like, a fancy dinner, and then you go to this little fancy place, and you do it for a couple hours, and then you go change your clothes, head over to the school, and then they try to give away a bunch of stuff and bribe you to just be in there, all that stuff. Um, but the, it says, Canada, most schools have the same tradition as prom in the United States, except... It is strictly a ceremony celebrating the graduation from high school. Brazil prom is usually at the end of high school and and at college graduation. What? Evening gowns and suits are required in Argentina. Proms are for students finishing their last year of high school. So okay, it's like so the, it's like the graduation party, but it's like a graduation party. Yeah. Whereas Instead prom of the prom more... is just a dance. Prom is more like kind of spring of senior year-ish, right? Not yeah. so much way into May yeah. or June. No. Usually. So anyway, Getting okay. a car at 16 being a tradition, uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's just we're just so much more a car culture, which is probably a lot of it, really. We're just so much a, uh, more of a car culture than most any other country on the planet. So that's probably a good chunk of why that would be unusual for us. Okay. Um, moving out when you're 18. So Is that when a tradition here? <laughs> I sure not see anymore. a lot of people I, in their basements. You know, I, I, think, I think that that actually has kind of changed because of money and the way the kids are. And that kids coming back home and living with their parents, which my daughter has um, 
she has to pay rent if she wants to come back here. I'm not going to... Everybody's like, oh, I just love having my kids back. No, you're not teaching you your 27-year-old child any sort of responsibility. Some token... Some token uh, a sim- simulated regular life it can't just be or i could move in and just ignore all of life and live with my mother and not have to worry about any of that crap it's got to be ideally you do something even if it's not an expensive rent it's some kind of rent it's this and that and yeah i gotcha yeah moving out at 18 uh not as much of a as it used to be i mean now i was i was gone i got married i was but i can't give myself credit to that it was it was the navy so right of course, had I not been tricked into the Navy, which is another whole story we've talked about, I would have had a full ride scholarship about anywhere. So I would have, I would have been out of the house. house. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had any problem with college because I'm not a drinker. So I would have settled in just fine. <clears throat> you could have been a drinker. You don't know. If you would have done it. They could have. But but no, because I did in the Navy, and, oh. and it was it just didn't last long. And so, I, and I didn't even do that until I really got overseas. Like I could have drank early in the navy and i didn't until i was overseas and it was legal so i didn't drink until i was 20 even in the navy and then i was basically done by the time i was 21 so i'm pretty sure i wouldn't have gone ape in college i just wouldn't have drinking too much on your 21st birthday well that's kind of yeah i mean uh, that's so that's supposedly not a tradition everywhere even or well but but in some countries you can drink there's no drinking age that's the like in right. some countries, they don't have a drinking age. On my drinking age, on birthday for I think my birthday, or Terry's birthday, I can't remember. But one of us birthdays, we got pulled over by ABC because we went to the liquor store and ABC alcohol beverage control. Yeah, they, we didn't even leave the parking lot. They even lot. have that. Is that the name of it now? Yeah, I didn't yeah. recognize the acronym. Yeah, ABC. So they would come in and check IDs and stuff, and we got out of the liquor store and. Terry immediately opened up the liquor and they came over and she was getting ready. She, she bought this little bottle of something. I don't even know what it was. She thought the bottle was cute. We're not all that smart because we're 21. She opened up the bottle and was going to dump it outside the car because she wanted to take it home, but she didn't want the liquor in it because her mom didn't allow liquor. And then she was going to have a whole story about how she found this really cute bottle. Well, when she opened it, ABC came and knocked on the door. And um, then, of course, we were just like, uh, yeah, we've never drinking and this is our her birthday. And he was like, on your birthday, we're going to go ahead and let you go. But you can't open up liquor in the car. And she was like, I was going to dump it out. And he was like, you were going to have to dump it out anyway then. She was like, oh, no problem. I really just want the bottle. So anyway, that was fun. Um, Tailgating at sports. Um, I love tailgating at sports. And what I found out is basically only in the United States and Canada. Probably another car culture thing. I bet you over in Europe, it's just a lot less likely people are driving as the average fan there. They're probably taking public transport to the various events. So there's probably just less giant uh parking lots around the i mean that's my guess well they also might have tents that are already built up and they don't really tailgate with the car well they go into like some or private events or something or they just go to the game and go nearby and then eventually they go to the game and then after the game they go or they like a concert well we so we tailgate for concerts too so never mind sitting in the back of the cab so that was interesting to me because some places you sit in the front. 
So does it, you weird. does does uh, do Uber drivers get that option? I would never be comfortable with it, but I feel like Uber drivers sometimes will allow you to sit in the passenger seat. I read something about like if they if you kind of get to know somebody and you ask because well, like some true. people get car sick, then sometimes if they'll they were allow five, you. If they were five star and I've given them twenty rides and they're still five star and that I could no just come on up front, Fred or, or whoever, and <clears throat> yeah, I see it. All right, Super Bowl commercials. Well, first of all, I don't think anybody else has a Super Bowl. But what about an equivalent? Do there are there World Cup football, soccer? Um, I don't think that those are for commercials though. Like nobody watches World Cup so they could see the commercials. Well, I think it's well, and it's not that they do, but do are those commercials like ten times as expensive as most? soccer commercials or other typical they probably probably have a cost to them but i literally know people that don't watch football just so they can watch the commercials which you know so two parts of phenomenon do they cost more and or do they well three parts do uh are do they make different ones because of the event like we're gonna break out the big commercial it's gonna be the best one ever yeah do they do that and therefore if they do that kind of related then does part of the event become hey let's see what fun commercials they put out right i I, I wouldn't be surprised it does seem fairly unique that you know even at world cup you know which is huge everywhere else it could be like yeah we just put up our popular commercials the commercials that we think will be effective we don't make new commercials for right it could be that yeah national anthem at sporting events this is a funny one because i believe that we made this patriotism thing more when Fox Sports started becoming... Remember, they were big on NASCAR and American, you know. I feel like that was something they tried to do. And I'm not criticizing one way or the other. I just think, as an observation, they made it more of a deal, the patriotism thing and the... Well, they the, made big. The we've always done over. it. We did it. Oh, we've always well, we've done always it. we've always done national but anthem. But we never, we never focused on it so much. It was right, just beginning. Yeah. We've it always just, had national yeah. anthem, but... It became, I feel, and I could be totally wrong about this, but I felt it basically came in as part of the Fox programming of patriotism and all that and, and soldiers and that type of thing. I think they were probably responsible for making it more visible, at least in broadcasts, uh, as much as anybody was. Um, right. And now it's kind of sinking back because of all the controversy that's that's been around it. They're like, well, fine, we don't have, we never really did it a lot before, so I don't have to do it now. It's still there, but I'm not as, not as big. <clears throat> so we have a sauce for every dish. Now, first of all, I love sauces. Like I am a sauce freak when it comes to a restaurant, and they have like new sauces or <laughs> like a homemade sauce to dip my fries in or chicken or something like that. I'm like, oh no, I need to try your sauce. But then we also put a lot of sauce on our food, and I think that's for the fact that people just don't know really how to cook, and so they make food and they just drop a can of a jar of sauce on it, like I guess maybe like spaghetti or oh. you know like a cheese sauce. So you don't mean just like dipping? You mean I mean both, but both of it just says it just says um, um, a sauce for every dish, and so like there's always there's always something creamy going on if you're making something and and. I but I like personally I like just the sauces tartar sauce ketchup mustard honey mustard. You see, there's the traditional, and then it's like in the last ten years we've just gone ape as far as there having to be it's so many things and it's, all yeah. these options that the 
food itself is not enough. It's right. got to have all these dipping options or, or your pour wings. this or yes. lather this, slather this on top of it. It seems like we've gone especially Probably for the fact that the food it. is so grossly produced now that they're trying to hide all the chemicals with well, sauces. Well, I remember, not that it you got to be very old to, to remember this, but it's like, I know it was crazy, but there was this thing where you would just eat the pizza because it was a uh, pizza. Right. You didn't need to then dip it. Then they dip it in ranch dressing now. Yeah. You didn't need to dip, dip your their pizza. pizza. Yeah, because you ate the pizza. Or or you or or your, you know, your dessert pizza didn't need to dip the already sweet dessert it, pizza yeah, into, into something else or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's us. <clears throat> Restaurant leftovers to go. Okay, that's interesting. I, I suppose, you know, maybe part of it is one of our phenomenons is, is you know, very large portions. Whereas yeah. they're like, no, over here, we enjoy the food we have and we focus on what's there and enjoy it in the moment. And you en- enjoy the fact that what's there is prepared well. And then you don't overstuff yourself and you also don't have... Oh, another whole, you know, a whole serving or more to take home because the idea is that you're just enjoying a, a decent portion of food, not that you're trying to feed yourself for the next week. <laughs> right. Whereas we're all, oh, it's a great deal. And it's like, yeah, I mean, look how fat we can get for how cheap we can do it. <laughs> right. We're kind of gluttony around here. Like, yeah. what do you mean I'm paying twelve ninety nine for this? That's not enough. I need five times that much. Can I get a, condo- con- a to-go container? <laughs> right. I mean, that's kind of how we are. Um, yeah. People, we do a lot of that. All right. Um, eating sweets for breakfast. I mean, come on, you guys. We are like means. unhealthy. Oh. Oh, Danishes, Pop-Tarts sugared cereal yeah. we start our day off As with if sugar tarts or anything but but i mean it's, even it's breakfast like, bars you mean candy right. bars yeah yeah <laughs> it's more or less a, it's, it's, a little it's like bit of we a start out we start bar. out we're like heck yeah i'll eat a donut i mean it really is donut a breakfast like i'll eat donuts, donuts any time of the day but yes I, and and there's other people that have sweets because um chelsea had been to greece and stuff like that they have all those pastries but more than likely it's not what they eat for breakfast maybe and maybe it is i don't know but in america you know the more sugar and coffee the better your day is evidently going to start and it crash. makes me wonder maybe they're t- going to talk about that too but it's like this, I'll, I'll call it the starbucks effect because i don't know any better but where just coffee was one thing and not just then just put a little cream but then basically turn your coffee into a dessert yeah pretty much uh, the starbucks effect so i wonder if they mean that too because yeah. that's what you did have in the, instead of in the morning yeah. you're basically having a milkshake i've yeah. heard some comedians go you know milkshake with caffeine right you know instead of coffee they get those they get frozen your... things from starbucks yeah, yeah. No, I just mean the coffee when it's got well, so they, much it's junk I'm in it. Sa- but I'm saying, but they have the coffee drinks that are frozen now, uh-huh. and they're a shake, basically, like you said, yes. Adding ice to drinks is, is unique. Is, is unique. And so, anyway, um, I read a lot about that. First of all, you know, ice has been around, <coughs> ice has been around forever, but not every country had the ability to be able to keep the ice so they used to go in like in frozen they would actually cut the ice from the the land to get the ice and so people didn't want to do it some they um 
Some countries don't want ice in it because they feel as if you're jipping them out of their soda. That's what I feel. Which like. would have been which would have been <laughs> different if it's not all you can drink soda. You know. But if you're leaving. But if you're going someplace, I you know. Um, then that's what they were talking I, about. I basically always say but, no or little ice because I'm like, I don't want you to fill up the whole thing with ice and then just let the let the drink just go in the interstitial between all the ice, you know, cubes because then I'm getting like one third of the freaking drink. Right. So I actually do that myself. <laughs> well, but um, when you're serving mixed drinks, mixed yeah. drinks are determined on the ice. And so the art of the mixed drink was when you're a bartender and you take a glass, you have to fill the glass all the way up with ice because by the time you add the two shots of liquor, it's already melted the ice down and that drink actually uses the melted ice as part of the ingredients. Sure, that makes sense. Um, I wouldn't because think you put in drinks. You put in like um, cranberry juice or pineapple juice and stuff like that. It got to kind of water it down or just be too sweet. And so they did do the art of mixed drinks and that is when ice comes into play. And that's some places that's really only time they use ice is for that. Now, I don't know if they keep their if it's just in their drinks and like their beer is warm because I know some places drink warm Ugh. beer. I can't even no, I can't do it. I can't do it. But I do know that in some places a nice cold That's beer is do. not what they do. No. Hmm. Um let's see here. Um remembering loved ones. Well, I'm pretty what? sure everybody remembers loved ones, but it's one of our traditions. These aren't like traditions other people don't do, but it's a tradition that we do a funeral. Or have a party, or a memorial. Yeah, I'd have to see what the, what more they meant about that. Um, what about student loan debt? You got a lot of oh, stuff on this. I got some this. stuff on this one. So, well, I can imagine. I mean, nobody goes into how much can we can we go into debt? Uh, just debt as a societal exercise and tradition. Nobody does it quite like the United States. For all no. of our alleged free market, it's we're so much about debt. Uh, so yeah, I, I, we we always just kind of are exceptional when it comes to stupid spending of money we don't have. So go ahead with well. Your so one of the things the new law right going on is, um, I think it was Elizabeth Warren had she on her platform for presidency. She was saying she wanted to forgive student loan debt, which everybody's like. Uh, how does that work? Like the government's going to pay it off because the, the 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 student loan people aren't going to be like, sure, we'll just go out of business and lose everything. That's too bad. That's not. They're not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, but they're not. I know. And that's not what student loans. <laughs> when I was back in school, what the student loans are now and what they were back then are totally different because they were affordable, very low interest. You know, blah blah blah. Well, evidently, our student loan interest is going up 1%. Um, they did change a different things to where if you can pay 18 months full student loan payments from whatever without missing and being one day late, they'll forgive the rest of it. It might be longer than 18 months. And they had a bunch of people, I was watching an interview and they were like, that's impossible. Like, especially when you just graduate from college, you, you don't even necessarily have a job to pay your $355 student loan payment who's going to pay that for you so that was just kind of trickery but swedish students borrow money for college just as frequently as americans um do and at 70 percent of the students on both countries have student loans but the swedish students graduate with about two twenty thousand dollars in debt compared 
to about 30,000 for American graduates. I'd like to see where they get those numbers because it must be mixing in maybe some people who do associates and or um, what do you call it? it? Very good. I'm just forgetting very good idea just when you do more of a trade right because certificates man, and, and four years uh, as far as i understood is often more like eighty thousand these days well it's crazy that could be true there um but sweden gets a lot of attention because the tuition there is free still the swedish students borrow money for college just as frequently as americans do and about 70 percent of the students in both countries have student loans the Swedish, um, yeah, and repeated it again. Well, frequently is is a matter of weird measurement. It's like, yeah, but if the if the if the well, amounts say, are a lot it, it different. It was saying that they they borrow it because they're full time students. They borrow money to live, which is well, you're talking about someone. So the people that graduate in the United States and they've got such a large debt. Because I think Chelsea's to live on campus was $20,000 a year. So if Chelsea went to school for four years, that's $80,000 worth of debt. That included all of her school. Like that is all the money that they were trying to push down her throat. If she would have lived on campus, paid for the dorm and the food, it was $20,000 a semester for that. Well, in Sweden, they'd pay the $8,000 or $7,000 worth of education, and then the people have to get the loan to actually go to the college and live in the dorm, that's not paid for. So there is an expense there, but the reality is is everybody pays for it because it's, um, it's being paid by the government. More than likely, you're paying for it. Um, limited time off work. I thought this was interesting because in America, um, yeah, we, they were saying that it was, I don't know, what did it say? Oh, it says, United States doesn't have a vacation policy. 74% of employees have access to paid vacations. I don't believe that. I don't believe that 74% of us have access to um, vacation because I believe that after we changed the laws and, and, and as the increase of, um, um, when they said that if you worked 30 hours or more, that was full time and you had to get full benefits, I think they knocked everybody down to that 29 hours. Oh, they definitely did. And so they lost, I mean, that's, they lost that's one of those that where it's like, Hey, guess what? It's kind of like the $15 an hour, right? Guess what? Your idiotic policies do have effects. So yeah. that's fine if you want it, but then realize that that was one of the causes. But prices um, go up. But Benefits yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it's probably that 74% of employers having access to paid vacation is incorrect. Incorrect. And and on top of that, then there's not distinguishing like something my sister was just saying tonight. I was going to say, where, your sister doesn't. Where it's like, uh, well, no, if you have, you have types of uh, days off but that's not the same thing that that you can use your accumulated leave for but that's not the same thing as when you and i think of do i get a paid, paid vacation. vacation right it's like well no if you want to use your paid time off for that day right you can't or 
you know, hey, you are not working that day, but we are not paying you for that day. Right. If you want to get paid for that day, then you have to use some of your um, accumulated uh, your PTO, P- yeah, um, paid time off, just like you would any paid time off, right. in order to have a quote paid for vacation. So I believe that seventy four percent is probably is probably wrong high. Too. I do too. So I'm going to go down some of the things. Uh, Brazil, thirty days of paid annual leave a year. They get thirty days. Australia, um, Austria, Australia is four weeks of paid for every year. Um, New Zealand is four weeks after a year of employment. Uh, United Kingdom, twenty-eight days. Denmark, twenty-five days. Sweden is twenty-five days. France is five weeks. South Africa, you get twenty-one consecutive days of paid leave, one day off every seventeen days worked or one hour off every 17 hours, one hour for every 17 hours worked. Argentina is 14 to 35 days, depending on how long with the company. In Canada, you get two weeks for every year of employment. And after six weeks, after six years, you get three weeks. That doesn't make, that doesn't oh, make three any weeks sense. for every yeah. year of employment. And then um, United States, yeah, and then the United States one. The Ca- so Canada one's crazy because if I'm reading that right, it means well, it, after that, two years, that's four weeks of unemployment. After three years, it's six I think, weeks of unemployment. I think it's up to, I think you get two weeks up until six, and then you get three weeks. Like, I think you get two. I just think they typed it wrong because I copied and pasted it. But it's two weeks for every, up to every, for a year, and then after six years, you get three weeks. Okay, yeah, that could be it. That makes more sense, but because I was like this, two, four, six. Hell, you're just going to be like, all right, you guys, I'm here for my one day of work. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and walk out because I've got 52 weeks. So I don't think that's right. So anyway. Yeah, a lot of difference as far as that goes. Uh, it's not going to change anytime soon. It can be a little bit better. Uh but again, I mean, like you said, the workaround is you're not even a full-time employee. Right. So what percentage of our, you know, we talked about labor participation rate. I can't remember if we did it on the podcast. feels like we did, but maybe it was just you and I chatting. <clears throat> and it's the same idea. It's like, well, what's labor participation rate as far as, well, I'm not even trying to get a job. And then secondly, the, secondly, the other thing is kind of like a shadow economics type thing. How many people are, are working but just under full-time or just over full-time, but not really 40 hours, like 30 hours, 31 hours, but not, you know, they're not really fully employed. And then it's like, well, do I try to get a second job even though, you know, so that's another odd thing is as people not getting, you know, quite the benefits because they're juggling, they'd rather juggle four thirds as many people with each of them only working three-fourths number of hours, so they don't have to give all the benefits to them. Right. All right, so our final one is a big one. Tipping service workers. So tipping, you know, that's one big thing when it comes to the workforce in the United States. Everybody, most people that do not want you to tip them are people that have never worked in the service industry before, so they've never waited tables, or people that work in the service industry and suck at their jobs. 
because I have argued multiple times in social media when it comes to these people that are like, I used to work at blah, blah, blah restaurant and I worked this many hours and I only made this much money. And, and I, and I, I finally, finally, I just said, I've never worked as, I've never worked a job where I didn't make at least 20 to $30 an hour in the service industry. And then another person came on and goes, well, maybe she sucks. I don't suck. You 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 do if you're only making nine dollars well, an hour. Part of it is, you know, it's kind of like a service industry of a hairstylist. It's like, who are you catering to? Or I mean, right. The the lesser example. I don't seem to sound too podunk, but it's still a different example. Are you working at a diner, or are you working at Red Lobster? Just I mean, it is a percentage right. of the bill. So if yeah. you just happen to be in the right spot where the bill's three times as much, you're making better money. Well, um, that's and, part and, of it. And, and in the United States, I have to say, though, that if you go into a steakhouse and there's there's food runners and all that stuff, there are times where the waiter doesn't make as much money because they have to tip out. And they don't tip out on by tips. They tip out by um, gross sales. So at the end of the night... If your gross sales is $1,000, they don't care how much tips you got. They're just going to say, they're going to say, you get 1%, you get 2%, you get 1%. And then of that tips, that's what they're going to get paid. And then you get the rest of it. I don't believe in all of that. I don't understand, you know, like I when I worked at TCT, I tipped out the bartender at the end of the night. But I knew as a bartender because I was a bart. I mean, I mean, I got tipped out, but I made f- like six fifty an hour. Theater. Shut up. I I um, <laughs> what? Well, I, they what don't care. It doesn't matter where I worked at. I'm just bartending. It doesn't matter who. Uh, I think people care that you that no. one time. Then maybe they'll be like, "Wait a second! <laughs> I thought she seemed familiar. I went uh, and saw a Christmas story at TCT, and now I remember her voice. That's nope. right. I had met her. That she wouldn't have met me because I was a bartender." <laughs> In the I was drunk as hell at a Christmas story. That's why I laughed so, so much and interrupted Tyson, who was trying to do a proper. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So, so um, where was I going with this? Thank you for interrupting. Mm, no, me. no, you were Hold talking on. about you don't believe oh, so in the I, tipping out. So I didn't. So they would the waitstaff would come and tip me out a little bit, but I knew that they made less money than I did. But they still would come back because we got their orders right and we get good presentation. But it was like seven dollars it wasn't I, I, anything i'm so glad i didn't have to deal with that and my was tiny, it majoring? tiny tiny little uh so, attempt at, at uh, that because <laughs> so, how do you even keep track of that so they just they would just the, the bartenders would just come well, back and they care have a little they something, would they, something. they would well they would have their tips and they would give you 10 percent of it or something i don't know they would just give you money all right so let me go over some different countries that do this many countries add their own service charge that's what i found so america i am mad i I am mad that one of our places in topeka is doing a covid service charge that i'm not gonna walk into that why are we tipping covid and isn't 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 he an asshole yeah exactly so that makes me mad but if shitty service but if i went in if i went into a restaurant and they sucked and it was horrible service and i saw a 15 percent service charge on there put it in the fucking price 
Just put it in the price. Don't you don't have well, that's to. That's what people say in like, foreign countries. Put it it's in like, the price. It's like why would we want tips? We want to know what the actual price is. Right. And so if they're not used to it, it's like, well, I didn't know it was fifteen percent more. So that's why don't you just make it more? Make it more uh, and pay so them. So that's why they don't necessarily. So get it. yeah. So um, let's see here. So in the, let's see here. United States and they'll add 50, ten to fifteen percent in other countries. The U.S. and Canada is about fifteen to twenty percent. Mexico, United Kingdom, Croatia, and the Philippines are about ten to fifteen percent. Uh, France is fifteen percent. Italy zero. Um, Spain. Spain, Scandinavia. Their own service chart. So is this Turkey, um, Russia, India, Thailand, ten percent. Italy, they probably go no. You pay a certain amount, and it's fairly expensive. And right. The, the reason well, you pay very expensive is because we pay for our. What's that? I think they have a charge, like they charge. That's like a charge. So the ones down here, I, I thought were kind of interesting, like in the Middle East. Um, Culture tipping is expected throughout the region. Tip amounts vary from country to country and should be given discreetly. Mm, discreetly. Discreetly. Mm. So that's that kind of like shake your hand and kind of hand them some money because they don't want anybody else to know they got it so they can keep their money because they don't want to share it, evidently. Well, Israel. Maybe, maybe, maybe it'd be interesting to see whether what the tax situation is on that like how specifically they try to get that because there's an argument my man ron paul made it's like that's supposed to be a gift it shouldn't be it shouldn't be on your taxes taxes right that's a gift thank you it's a thank you for yes you are exactly right israel is a service chart if a service charge is added simply round up the bill if it's not tip 10 to 15 percent united um, arab Emirates, UAE, this includes Dubai and Abu Dhabi. A 10% service charge is often added, along with a 6% tourism tax. It's not uncommon to tip 10 or 15% on top of this for good service. What the hell? Their meals must be like 82 cents or something. I mean, that's like three times. We're going to tip you for being a tourist. We're going to tip you for the service. And then you're going to tip them because it's you like want to tip them. kind of like their version of how we're like, oh, well, how do we get some more money in town? Oh, it's the hotel tax. You know, it's like, oh, that way uh, Topekans aren't, aren't paying it. It's, it's the people who have to come in. It's like, oh, that's that's smart. Yeah, so so make it more expensive. Yeah, but if everybody does it, then, then you know, hotels are just expensive, and that's the way it is. Right. So we'll do our tourism tax that way. Well, in Egypt, they add 10% on, but they just keep it. They don't even give it to their waitstaff. That's fine. Huh. So China and Hong Kong tipping been is there, been there. long been considered a rude practice in China. I've actually never been in China. I've been in Hong Kong before it was a part of China. Although that mindset is slowly changing, generally tips aren't expected at local spots, but service charges have become more common in tourist areas. Areas Hong Kong is the exception, where tipping is a most com a more common practice. Some upscale businesses may include 10 to 15 percent service charge. Otherwise, don't tip in China. Many Hong Kong restaurants add 10 or 15 percent service charge, in which case you may only need to round up the bill. Bartenders don't accept tips. So, so are they Don't saying it's tradition to go? Okay, it comes to ten seventy-five, so just pay eleven. 11. Bucks. Yeah, just to make it easier. Probably on just their because change. they're a change shortage. Okay, <laughs> who knows? I guess that's what it means. Singapore. Been there. 
Generally, there's no tipping throughout Southeast Asia, but it's not uncommon practice at an upscale or Western hotel and restaurants. However, there are some exceptions. Tipping in Singapore isn't necessarily expected, but it's become more common as a result of sizable expat communities and international visitors. Restaurants often add a 10% service charge and additional tipping is optional. And then we have Japan, similar Singapore to China. Singapore is awesome. Japan, Japan maintains a no-tipping culture to the extent where giving a tip is considered rude. Oh, At huh? restaurants, it's <laughs> oh, not unheard of for waiters to run after customers in order to return the tip. In the rare case, when they feel you must tip, leave the money in an envelope. <laughs> They're like, so, no, no, you don't, you don't, you, you, you don't owe me anything more. I, so, I, I'm here to serve you. We were, we it's were, like, it's like, would you relax? I'm trying to, here, to, yeah. have some money. Let me pop oh, no, out. No, no, I don't pop need, out of the envelope. I don't need your money. I'm only here working to make money. I don't need your extra money. Well, so my tipping story when I was a child. So we're in high school. We're at Big Cheese Pizza. Now we're in high school, so let me just <laughs> let me just reiterate, we're in high school, and it might not even been Big Cheese Pizza. It might have been the Pizza Buffet place that was next to that. I think it was another. It wasn't Big Pete, Big Cheese. Okay. Anyway, so we have a group of kids. There's like six or seven of us. We ate pizza. Now back then, that's when pizza was like ninety-two dollars a pizza. <laughs> I know, right? Remember when pizza was like freaking expensive? You so you would go out and you would give everybody bring would your give wheelbarrow <laughs> three dollars. You'd give three dollars and you get one piece of pizza for three dollars. Anyway, we had somebody. There should be a Netflix uh, special on that by now. I think there is one. Probably. Like what the heck happened with big pizza? I mean, with pizza? I yeah, feel like, like you've talked about that. Could have. I don't know. Anyway, Anyway, ahead. so we had, we always, <laughs> at our parties, we would always play quarters. And so we had the cups there, and we were kind of shooting them. And somebody had was shooting a penny, trying to make it into the cup, you know, just kind of goofing around. Anyway, they were throwing the penny back and forth. Well, evidently, the penny got left on the table. <laughs> and we all walked out to leave. We're, we're in high school. We don't understand that you're supposed to tip the pizza people. Like, we ordered our pizza. You brought the pizza. That was it. We self-served yep. our pop. So we didn't know. Anyway, we were all walking out. We're all giggling in the thing. And that lady comes out. She goes, don't you ever come back. And she threw the penny at us. <laughs> and we didn't know what it meant. And we were like, what is she talking about? So anyway, I didn't find out until I told my dad this story. I thought, man, there's this crazy lady over at the pizza place. And I told her what happened. He goes, Kim, she thought that you were insulting her by leaving a penny as a tip. Like, she should have known we were high school students. We didn't even mean to leave a tip. Like <laughs> We didn't even mean to leave like, a penny. We I, accidentally yeah, left we a just, penny. Yeah, somebody left the penny accidentally. So anyway, I thought that was kind of, I thought that was kind of funny. That's my little, my little tip story. But You can make some waitresses mad if you leave some token tip though for sure oh yeah definitely definitely you can oh thank you for the dollar on the 30 dollar order i appreciate that i tipped 10 dollars tonight because we I were only, at the table for two hours and that i sh- i tipped over 15 percent, but barely i, I felt kind of bad because i wish i had another couple bucks because i would have probably tipped it would have been closer to 20 percent, anyways right. but it's like i, I had tipped, a five and a ten i tipped like 30 percent because i just i just left her 10 bucks I've been tipping very well. I got my hair done the other day, got my perm done, and she was like, oh, my prices went up, and the project went up, and she told me, and I'm like, add 50 bucks. And she's like, what? 
I go, I had 50 bucks. You, you're not making enough money off of that. You've spent four hours here. What you're charging me with your prices, you're not gonna charge me $30 to do my hair at $50. And she was like, oh my gosh, thank you. She's self-employed. I know she's making a little bit of money, but I feel as if the I feel as if I've been so blessed this year that I'm supposed to be helping other people. I, I feel I feel good about it. I and mean, then it's not gonna last forever because I'm gonna eventually run out of money. But um yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for giving us your time. And we always appreciate our listeners. And we're excited that our show is continuing on slowly and surely, steadily down the road. Unless you're Tyson. <laughs> and then you're about to throw up after <laughs> after Lying your... get on the floor. <laughs> help. <laughs> Please help me, Kim. I'm about to puke. <laughs> I'm cold and I am tired. I'm sorry. naked I, on the floor. I can just see you. Please bring there. me a towel. Close your eyes and then throw it. I can see you, like army crawling to the bathroom, to the bedroom, trying to find like a pair of shorts, just like laying there. I was really thinking I might have to tell her to come in and just look at me for, not look at me. That sounded weird. Look after me for just a little while. It is. I might have to be like, okay, I'm I'm having a moment, and it may take about ten minutes for me to be back in my body. We're gonna need to wait. So if you could just come in, I have thrown something over my body. You're okay. I'll just crawl to the door and unlock it. You can come in. So, just, but luckily, I didn't have to. You know. Thank but God. I do still have that wet, <laughs> that Thank wet carpet. Thank I do you. still have the. <laughs> There are, there I wasn't are gonna have I wasn't gonna have you come in while I was naked or anything, woman. <laughs> I was gonna get no, something no, on me. I'd be out there. It'd be like six o'clock. It'd be like six fifteen. Be like six thirty, and then I'd be like, "What the heck is going on? I can't get a hold of him. I've got to call, call the police." And he's passed out naked <laughs> on, the, on the carpet. <laughs> No, I would have been so If I would have been so embarrassed if it was that bad, I'm like, something, get something over me. Help me. <laughs> All right, guys, go make sure you go to Facebook for Chemology 411. Find me on TikTok, Chemology 411, Instagram, Twitter. Follow me. We have a good time over there. Thanks, Tyson, for always helping make Chemology 411 so awesome. I'm back, baby. Woohoo! <laughs> all right, guys, keep taking all of your adventures, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.